Radio. is a ghost now. <laughs> you guys, hi! Okay, give, raise your hand or applaud or raise one hand and applaud with that one hand if you listen to Mouth Time. Okay, great, like two of you. And give a round of applause if you read Reductress.com. Okay, two of you, but a louder two. <laughs> um, and uh, give a round of applause if you're a woman. Yeah. Heck yeah, all of you. Okay, yes. this is so exciting. Um, so we're coming at you. Sorry, let me just do, adjust the If you haven't noticed, we're both on stools. We've um, never sat on stools before. No, no, it's so high. It's like standing, but less. <laughs> if that makes any sense at all. <laughs> I don't really understand. Okay, so we're coming, uh, for people that are listening at home on their iPods or whatever, oh people my God. used to listen, like iPods, I assume. AirPods. AirPods, <laughs> iPod Touch. Um, we are doing this podcast live from Union Hall. Our last podcast was live with Lauren Duca, and it was um, at UCB, which is a basement, but don't worry, we're in a different place, but it's still a basement, so yeah. don't worry. We would never do a live podcast from anywhere that wasn't a basement. Basement culture is so important to me I feel trapped I feel mm-hmm. like I can't breathe and that's what yeah. I love <laughs> kind of being continually t- sucking in exactly being in a basement makes me feel really skinny yeah <laughs> <laughs> do you know what I mean like I just feel really skinny because the basement is so big yeah because basements are always really big and I love to just slip on a nice basement yeah and just fall down the stairs and just break slip my into tit. a basement yeah did you say break your tit Teeth. Oh. <laughs> or my tat. I thought you said that you slide on the dish and you break your tit. Maybe. That's dirty. <laughs> I'm bad. Like, I don't like that word. <laughs> okay, so are you guys ready to see a, a podcast? podcast? <laughs> Yay. All right. Let's freaking. Here we go. Okay. Wow, people can't see this if they're listening on their iPods, but we're on their iPads. We have music stands like a friggin' show choir. <laughs> okay. Okay. Let's friggin' do Go. this. Open wide. It's mouth time with Reductress. I'm Manoa. And I'm Zakora. And we're just two girls who share what our heads are thinking by moving our mouths. <laughs> Oh, harms. On today's episode, here's what we'll be mouthing about. We're giving back. We partner with some of the most exclusive and sexy and important charities, and we can't wait to talk all about how good we are. We forgot about daylight savings, and now we're living in the past. And we're joined by author of You Can't Touch My Hair and Other Things I Still Have to Explain and co-host of Two Dope Queens and So Many White Guys, Phoebe Robinson. Yay! We're really nervous because she's like the queen of podcasts. Uh-oh. The queen. We're editors of Reductress, the only source for women's style, news, entertainment, life advice, inspiration, and volunteer opportunities that make you say, I'm really busy, but that's amazing for you. Mm. Mm. Okay, wow. Yay, this is Woo! 
so exciting. I love. Okay, so first of all, um, some of you might have noticed that my usual co-host um, is Quan dead. Is <laughs> Mama, she's not dead. Um, <laughs> she's in jail. <laughs> um, my usual co-host Quan is in jail because she fucked up a boat. <laughs> it's crazy. She saw a boat and she decided she was like, "I'm gonna fuck up that boat." And, and she then punched it. She punched the boat. And she punched it really hard, and she punched a hole in it, and then the water came in, and everybody drowned. So, is she dead? No. Okay. No, but everybody on the boat, I think, is dead. Oops. Oopsies. But I it's really in- exciting to have you here. Thank you so much. I hate being in jail for murder, and I'm really glad to be here instead tonight. Yeah, no, this is huge. I'm, like, really excited. I'm nervous because I know that, like, when you leave the office, you like to forget that Reductress exists. Yeah, that's true. I think I mentioned that in my interview. I went in and it was like, I want a job that not only can I like totally forget about it when I leave the office, but I want to actually not remember that I even work there mm-hmm. when I get home. And for me, reductress is that. Aww. And I'm privileged. That's so sweet. That's really sweet. Hey, you're welcome. Yeah. So basically, um, Manila joined us at Reductress recently as a volunteer editor and also the head of snacks. Yeah, but her real full-time job is being the wife to a rich man who is unfortunately now deceased. Mm-hmm. Hashtag buzz call. Um, yeah. Honestly, it's such a blessing that my full-time job as a wealthy widow doesn't conflict with my volunteer job at Reductress. Yeah. Because it would just, I could not handle that. Um, you know, and again, as soon as I leave this job, I completely forget that I, you know, I've ever been here. Yeah, we have to go and like literally retrain you on your job every single morning. Every morning. Like every day. I have to like go to your mansion in Turtle Bay, mm-hmm. which is a neighborhood in Manhattan. And I have to remind you that you have to come to work and what your job is and where you are and who you are. Yeah, whenever you open my sleep pod and take me out of the jail, I'm like, who the fuck is this bitch? Yeah, you do say that everyone here, like, who is this bitch? Yeah. And I'm like, Manila, hi, it's me, Dakota from Redactress. Do you remember? We're co-workers. We added a And I'm like, I've never seen a more beautiful woman. And you're like, yeah. And that's when you're like, who is this bitch? Yeah. So I get out. I'm like, let's fucking go. It's exactly like 50 First Dates. Fetch. 50 First Dates is my absolute favorite film. Oh, Andy Sambler. Andy Sambler. <laughs> 50 so First Dates is my favorite film, and Andy Sambler is my favorite actor. Have you seen Spanglish? Oh my God, I love Spanglish. Remember when the girl's too chubby for her pants? <gasps> I was like, are That's you me. kidding? <laughs> no. <laughs> Were you too chubby for your pants? <gasps> no. <laughs> I've never even worn pants. No, that's dresses. I, nev- I never would. Dresses only or nude legs and a crop top. Yeah. <laughs> and a diaper. <laughs> that's my signature look. <laughs> um, raise your hand, uh, those of you in our live audience, if 50 First Dates is your favorite movie. Oh, everybody. <laughs> wow. For people listening um, on their iPods, mm-hmm. every single person just raised their hand and cheered. And if you guys remember, like, that crazy shit that went down at the Oscars when 51st States didn't win. Oh, my God. <laughs> that was crazy. That was so upsetting. We're here to take back that night. Yeah. Take back. T- truly take back the night. Finally. Yes. I'm just like, what is Andy Sambler even up to now? Click. 
click. Jack and Jill. Mkati <laughs> Shaw. Oh my God, Brooklyn Nine Nine. Oh yeah, Brooklyn Nine Nine. Andy mm-hmm. Sambler. Andy Sambler. He's the star of Brooklyn Nine Nine. I don't know. Drama. Cop, I love cops. I love cop drama. All of cop. I like all sort of drama. Major. Yeah. But in high school, I was like no drama girl. That's true. In, I, you lived a no drama life in high school, right? I've never been in a fight. Yeah. That wasn't physical. <laughs> what about you? I've actually never been in a physical fight. All of my fights are like, we whisper like this. <gasps> and we're like, I'm really upset right now. I'm I have like, to share I was deeply triggered by that just now. It's very, I have to, every time I get in a big fight, I'm like, well, you know what I think? We're going to take this outside. <gasps> and then we go outside and I'm like, hurt me and when you say that I'm a bitch I feel like a bitch and for those of you at home I am crying very hard right now yeah wow you're like a mess meanwhile I'm just outside punching a fucking boat (laughs) yeah you did punch a boat before right yeah that's why I totally relate to your friend to Quan yeah because she totally fucked up a boat she punched in the fucking no fucking a boat that's a different story that is something I would love to do to fuck a boat yeah fuck a boat just swallow it all inside i would swallow up a whole big boat yes quim and then i'll be in my tum my tum tum mm-hmm. i would love to have a big boat inside of my tum tum have you guys been on that pirates the caribbean ride in disneyland that's- yeah who's been to that ride oh you raise your hand Manila. well that's the boat i want <laughs> to fuck I would fuck that boat. I would fuck that scene where everybody is like reaching out of the bars trying to get the keys. I would fuck that whole scene. There's so many limbs up there. They put it in the they put that scene in the movie. Did you guys see um, Pirates of the Caribbean, the movie starring Andy Sampler? (laughs) He was so good in that movie. He was so good. It was the voice of my generation. (laughs) Manila, I'm such in such a good mood. I know, I'm in a fucking <laughs> I'm in like a really good mood today. I feel really happy like I could jump or walk. I know, I just feel amazing. And do you know why that is? Why is that? Because, because we're, we're giving, giving back. back. That feels so good to get back. I know, like sometimes when I'm out, I go to like eat my food. I'm like ordering food at a restaurant and the food comes and I'm like, oh, no. And then I give it back. Like, I give back. Like, I'm always giving back, <laughs> you know? Exactly. I feel yeah. I feel like I'm constantly giving back. Like, I don't know off the top of my head, but sometimes when I go out to eat, like, I'll yeah. order something, and I'll be like, this actually isn't what I ordered, and I give it back. Oh, yeah, like, you give back. Yeah. You give your food back, because yes. it's not what you wanted. No. You wanted two orders of fries, not one order of no, fries. No, not at all. Exactly. <laughs> Same. So I guess you could say we both give back, and yeah. I'm constantly spitting on waiters. Oh, me too. I'm like always spitting on waiters. Sometimes like the my food will come and it like won't be what I wanted and I'll I won't say what I want, but I will just spit on the waiter. Damn. Cause that really like that is kind of the like physical equivalent, I guess, of being like, We have to take this outside. It's That's just, using your words. Exactly. It's just like <laughs> using your words is spitting on the waiter yeah because spit is from the mouth and so are words exactly so anyway <laughs> that's, what gotten, that's what a podcast is that's what a podcast is spitting into a microphone yeah so anyway we've gotten super into giving back mm-hmm. and one way that we're giving back is giving some charities honestly i feel like just like being in brooklyn right now is kind of charity yeah it is you're welcome live audience 
as people who listen to the podcast know, I live in Midtown Manhattan, and I live in Times Square. I live, I live inside of an Elmo costume, and I this. I've never been below um, 40th Street before. Yeah. And like on a very similar note, I have also been subletting the Midtown Sephora. Oh. And so like we're kind of nibs lately and it's been gorgeous. I friggin' love the Midtown Sephora. Yeah, you can paint your nails. That's the, you can paint your nails. You can put on eyeliner, eyeshadow. No you one will do stop a full you. facial. It's truly a, a dream. Mm-hmm. Did you know that there's a Sephora in Brooklyn? No. I love, this is like, speaking of charity, there is a Sephora in Brooklyn, in no. downtown, and from what I've heard, it's always pretty empty. And so you can go there and, like, be left alone. Because people like in Sephora that. are always bothering you. They're like, do you need anything? I know, I hang a lot. And I'm like, just because I'm putting eyeshadow literally all over my face, does, no, I don't need anything. Yeah, I'm fucking hungry, let me eat. I know, I'm like, okay, I'm eating all your lipstick. <laughs> let me do something for me for fucking once. Yeah. <laughs> and what I love about giving back is that your donation is tax deductible. Exactly, which means that when tax season rolls around, you get totally deduced by your county, and then you guys hook up, and then you don't have to do any of your taxes. I don't want to get emotional tonight, but I remember when my hubs and R.I.P. Yeah, rest know, in peace. Wow. First deduced me and like we were on his yacht in France mm-hmm. and he was like, hey, um, I have a lot of money I want to give you and I was like, okay, for sure. Yeah, you were just on board. Literally. Your hubs and was very old but sounds really great. It was really old and also really hard to be around but I loved him so much. Usually like Usually I have like a rule that's like hashtag no old. <laughs> yeah. But like I feel like when it comes to Hubsons, it's different. Totally. I feel like it's hashtag no old women because like that's fucking disgusting. That's disgusting. But old man, it's like they have something going on. I don't know what it is. I know. I'm like sometimes I look at an old man and I'm like what? I like see them standing on their yacht like in their like whatever giant apartment like and I'm like what is it about you like they're holding wads of cash and I'm like god what is it about you they're like handing me their black Amex and I'm like what is it you've got like the je ne sais quoi it's a twink yeah (laughs) I didn't know you spoke Spanglish I studied abroad (laughs) did you study abroad in Spangland in yes the basis of the movie Spanglish the movie Spanglish starring Ambre Sambler Ambre Sambler Okay, so uh, we do want to talk about charities because this is really important to us. Yeah. So, okay, <laughs> here are some charities that you can totally donate to, and they're really awesome. We're really excited about them. Yeah. And, like, you, if you donate, you get totally deduced by your accountant. So, okay, so one of them is called um, Chair Me, and this is a charity that helps rich ladies think of ideas for charities. <laughs> Open your wallets and your mind. I love that. I do too. The next one is Soulmates, which Mm. is huge. They subsidize SoulCycle classes for women who already belong to Pure Bar. Yeah. (laughs) Because those memberships are so expensive. They're really expensive and you have two of them. And so like one of them should be subsidized. Totally. I think that's beautiful. Um, This is a reductress fave. We've got, um, it's not exactly a charity, but it's Boreal Anti-Bullying Makeup. Um, it's definitely a worthy product to spend your money on. Basically, like, if you're a kid and you're getting bullied, why don't you just try putting on some fucking makeup? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, change your face. You know what I mean? If you're getting bullied, tr- consider changing your face. I think what's beautiful about today is that everyone's face can look the same. Exactly. Exactly. 
Um, the next charity that I'm really well excited about um, is actually Boxed Up, in which mm-hmm. we donate boxed lunches to women who eat at our desks. Mm. <laughs> Eating at your desks is like a huge part of working in this gig economy, and like it's so amazing that like the woman who's working like 47 hours a day at a startup who like eats at our desk, like we can bring her a boxed lunch with like a fucking. A la panna cotidian, like sandwich inside. A okay, friggin' English queen. Yeah, I see English too. La panna cotidian. Prêt à manger. Holy Yeah. One time I had a day where I barfed inside of two prêt à mangers. And Dakota. that's and that's just something about me. Dakota, can I ask? Yeah. Are you a doer? I am a doer, and by doer I mean yes, I do barf inside prêt à manger. Just wanted to clear that up. Okay, a couple a couple more cool charities. Yeah. Um, there's this uh, charity called the Make a Dish Foundation, and it teaches you how to make pasta. Yeah. Before I worked with them, I kept yeah. eating the pasta raw and being like, these chips taste so weird. Yeah. The main thing that the charity does is like they come they come to your house and they're like, you have been eating this pasta raw. Yeah. And they show you how to boil water. Yeah. And they throw it on your face. And they're like, wake up, bitch. <laughs> yeah. They're like, you've been sleeping for 46 hours. <laughs> And sometimes you need that. You have a problem. On the next charity, um, puppies for ponies. You know, I really think that pets deserve pets too. Um, Everyone and it, deserves a pet. At Pee Proof Pee, you know, we donate a puppy for each pony you have at your second farm. We don't, mm-hmm. not at first farm. It's not fair. If you only have one farm, you don't qualify. No. It's if you have two farms. And the puppies can ride on the ponies. And that's like a cool thing for the internet. Yeah. For example. And finally, this charity is so amazing. Um, it's called 5050. <sighs> and are you okay? They just really helped me a lot. Yeah. Um, they support women who have the 51st uh, dates disease. <laughs> um, it afflicts a lot of women. Um, I can hear the live audience kind of like crying. Um, and I know that it's probably because I'm looking around and counting the number of people here, which is 4,000. Um, at least 2,000 of you have 51st disease. And that's where you forget who you are and where you are every single morning. And Andy Sambler has to um, convince you why you should fuck him. <laughs> and, um, every morning. Every morning. And every morning I say, thank God, yes. You're like, yes. Stuff it in, baby. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, every morning I do, I open your pod, mm-hmm. I unstick you from your gel, <laughs> and then I, after I remind you what your job is, I'm always like, uh, would you fuck Andy Sambler? And I say, um, I'm just going to slip into something a little more comfortable. It's true. Which and then I'm like, TV code for yes. Yes. <laughs> I don't know. It just feels really nice to get back, especially when like. Life has been so, like, random and weird lately. <laughs> it has been so hard lately. Yeah, because... Because of time travel. Yeah. yeah. hmm So, this is wild, but um, everyone at Reductress forgot about daylight savings. Mm-hmm. And actually, we've been living in the past for weeks now. Yeah. Like, for you guys, it's, like, whatever. But for us, it's, like, an hour ago. And that's, like, really... Fu- like... We're just basically living an hour behind everyone else, and it's so confusing because of, like, the rules of the space-time contin. Yeah, I know. It's, like, it's kind of like Looper, but it's Mm -hmm. not like that, and it is like that, and it isn't like that. Yeah, like, Bruce Willis is there, but it's also, like, what? Is that a Bradley Cooper joint? Um, I think it's Joseph Gordon-Lever. And 
and Bruce Walsh. And one of those women who's either Jessica Justine, Jessica Justine, Rose Byrne, yeah. uh, Michelle Monaghan, like there's a bunch of women that all look identical. They're so pointy. They're so pointy. In it's the one face. of those pointy women who's like maybe British, but also maybe she's just from Boston. <laughs> like, do you, cause the, do you know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you're talking about. It's one of those. My but mother I mean, was much like that. Rest in peace rest in peace for sure so basically we have to be super careful like constantly because we at any time could run into our like future selves again like time travel really confusing but we could basically run into our future selves yeah it's so confusing because we actually have doubles now which is mm-hmm. so stressful yeah it's really stressful and we don't want to run into our doubles because our doubles are like bitches, bitches. they're so mean they're really mean like we did run into our doubles once, once. And this is crazy. Our doubles looked at us and they were like, you look tired. <laughs> what the heck? The things came out. I got physical. I felt so bad. Yeah, that's true. You started, you started like beating up our doubles immediately when you saw them. You were like, no. And I was like, you guys. I was like, let's take this outside. Yeah. But there are a lot of like perks of time travel I've found. I feel like with time travel, like, I don't know. Sh- the question I'm dealing with is like, should I go back and unmurder my husband? What? <laughs> Nothing. I just coughed. <laughs> oh. Okay. I think what's cool about time travel is that it makes you quirky. Yes. It makes you so quirky. Yes. And also you can just find out who won The Bachelor over and over again. Yes. This is so true. You're like, and I'm always surprised. Always. Because... I guess the bad part of time travel is that you continually find out again and again that you did not win The Bachelor. I'm so sorry. I know that we kind of were like, we're not going to talk about this, but... Yeah? Do you want to talk about The Bachelor? Yeah, yeah, I actually do. Nick is the most interesting man alive. (laughs) I know. you You had a really tough go of it. And when Santa Claus came to my episode, do you have any Bachelor fans here? Okay, everybody. <laughs> I got. I think nothing makes a grown woman trying to find love hornier than Santa Claus showing up on your date. This is a really good point. Do you agree? Yeah, I would love Santa Claus to show up on a date with my boy. Who's your boy? Well, I'm not allowed to say because he works in the government. But mm. it's he's real. It's Newt Gingrich. <gasps> <laughs> Yava. He, yeah. there's something about him. I know. I don't know. I don't know what it is. That. I think it's just his dumb, fat fucking face. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's like I a big mean, tortilla. It is. It's like a big, and I'm just like, give me some Chipotle, bitch. Just sour cream and all over it, Sour babe. cream. Yeah. He's Uh-oh. pure sour cream. But yeah. So, I don't know. I went mean, there. I, my, wife, my wife is New Gingrich or whatever. <laughs> it feels like really good to say it out loud. Like, mm, my boyfriend is New Gingrich. <laughs> I'm so proud of you tonight for letting us Thank you so much. It feels, I mean, I come from a very political family because my stepmom is Dahlstein. <sighs> Such a bat. I know, I, I love talking about her because I fucking hate her guts so much. Well, now she's like a TBT. Exactly. Hashtag TBT, hashtag Dahlstein. Hashtag raised a bunch of money for a recount and then uh, ate all of the yeah. money. <laughs> But, you know, it's fine. Some people are hungry, and what they're hungry for is money. What they're hungry for is $4 million. And that's fine. And that's you. And, like, we're learning to get... We're learning to, like, love each other, and I know that. And I'm I'm trying to, like, reach across the aisle, and that's part of why I started, you know, dating New Gingrich. And, like... (laughs) 
it's just like sometimes you just like take a look inside of yourself and the person that you find is like somebody who just honestly like does have feelings for new Gingrich and like <laughs> I think this is something that like a lot of women can relate to is like one day you wake up and you look at your life and you're like I am dating new Gingrich and that's what the entirety of the show girls was about yes <laughs> give it up for girls wow I'm one, you're one, we got it. 40 seasons of really good stuff. Pure bliss. Okay, I think now it's time for our stickiest seggy. Yes. The, the mouthwash. Where we take one of this week's headlines, chew on it until it loses flavor, then stick it under our desks during social studies. Mm, bad. Today's headline is, how I saved $1 a day just by avoiding the homeless woman I usually give $1 to. Oh. That is a beautiful way to give back. I know, because it's giving back to yourself. Sometimes I give back to myself by donating my belongings to a thrift store, and then I put mm -hmm. on a disguise, and I go buy them back, and I'm like, um, someone has impeccable taste. <laughs> I love that. That's amazing and beautiful and honestly insane. I know, I'm a bad girl. You are such um, a bad girl. <laughs> Not giving a dollar to a homeless woman every day is just like one of those amazing mm. budgeting tricks where you just like do it every day and you don't have to think about it and then one day you're like wow I have so many friggin dollars <laughs> yes and I have to say I also saved a lot of money on ATM fees because mm -hmm. that homeless bitch does not take cards yeah she doesn't take cards I asked I was like do you have square square I was gonna say square <laughs> I was like cause she was like I don't take cards and I was like you should get square <laughs> okay um retweet if you use square today Oh my god, everybody! I bought bone broth with Square at Whole Foods Williamsburg. So. Oh my god, bone broth! I've never tried bone broth. <gasps> I'm too scared because I'm afraid of skeletons. Uh oh. Well, happy Halloween, bitch! It's delicious. Is it true that it's ground down from a whole a whole skeleton? I have to share that I have no idea what's in it, but I drink every last drop. Yum, yum, yum. Mm -hmm. So I, I've done a lot of things to like start budgeting because like I'm very rich. Like I'm really rich and that's not something like I'm very rich, but <laughs> I feel like even if you're really rich, like you can still save money. Yeah. I just want to piggyback on that and say like, I am very rich and I also yeah. am very rich. Yeah. But you're like also very rich. Yes. And I wanted to kind of add a new voice to the conversation and say, sure, I'm very rich. Yeah. We have different kinds of money because my rich is like um, my family and also like podcast money mm. from like doing this podcast. I'm very rich. We make a lot of money doing I'm the podcast. very rich from this podcast. And your money is from your... My hubsend. Your hubsend. Who invented... Um, what's it called? What's it called? Uh, you know what I mean. Slime. Everyone's slime. Slime. <laughs> Slime. I'm making the slime accounts. Yes, that's right. Your husband, he invented slime, and you have all that slime money now. Yeah. Slimey, slimy money, Summer Sanders style. Summer Sanders. <laughs> yes, TBT. Olympic swimmer and host of the slime. Big shouldered babe and host of Figure It Out. Figure It Out. Summer, Summer Sanders. Sanders. <laughs> I was really, I was really young when that show came out because I'm blooming years old. I we're actually, we're was, the same age. We're, we're the same age. We're, we're both from home. We're both a little bit older than and a little bit less than And our birthday party will be both turning. <laughs> oh my god, I can't wait to finally turn. But it doesn't mean that we don't need to save money just because exactly. we're both rich. Exactly. So, okay, I have started saving money by, um, I stopped paying taxes. Yes. 
And I also never started paying taxes to begin with. And so I've saved a lot of money that way by just never paying taxes ever. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I've been doing this new thing I found on Pinterest to oh. save money. It's so nifty. Um, mm-hmm. It's actually called stealing. Oh. <laughs> I yeah. heard about that, and I heard that that's something that you can do at the Sephora in Midtown. Yeah. Don't, no. <laughs> yes. Um, but not at the Sephora in Brooklyn. I don't know. Never I've never been, been there, never but go. I think it's too empty, so you don't want to steal. Um, I've been fancy squatting, which is where you are a, squ- are a squatter, but you squat in nice homes, and you just act like you belong there. Yeah. You just walk in, and you're like, this is mine now. And Daddy Warbucks comes down, and he's like, why not? Yeah. Oh, typically you do. You have... The twist on fancy squatting is that you have to get adopted. Yeah, you have to be wearing the Annie wig. You have to be dressed like Annie, mm-hmm. and you have to be adopted by, like, a Daddy Warbucks type that's, like, looking, like, is into that. Right. And that's what fancy squatting is, and that's how I've been saving money. Mm-hmm. It's really effective. <laughs> yeah. I've been saving money by um, investing in oil futures. Oh, that's actually a really good way to, sa- to save money is to just invest in oil futures. I don't even know what that means. No, n- neither do I. But I just have been sort of grabbing underneath the sand and being like, yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was wondering why you showed up here tonight with like so much sand in your pocket. Don't talk. Oh, and you have so many, you have so many pockets. That's Because I'm rich. Yeah. Well, simil- I th- similarly, I think I've been saving money by colluding with Russia. Oh. <laughs> I heard somebody talking about collusion and I was like, that sounds really fun. <laughs> I think that's when you like make a smoothie. Yes, exactly. <laughs> a smoothie, you put like the ingredients inside of a blender and then you collude them. Mm-hmm. And then you have a smoothie. Russia's so on trend right now. Exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, I've also been, well, I did a really bold thing. I, I sold my play jet and I am just keeping my main jet. Oh, so now you only have one jet. <laughs> Are you okay? You're sobbing. No. <laughs> I'm pissing out my eyes. Oh, your eyes are peeing. You have to hydrate. Anyways. Some other saving money tips. Yeah. Be a baby. Yeah. <laughs> and then become Gerber's baby. Yeah. Become Gerber's baby and make billions. Or hide money in your butt. Just put it on the Put it in your butt. Oh, my gosh. So that's how you can save money. It's really yeah. important to be budgeting. Um, don't forget the easiest thing, which is just, like, anytime you make money, just put it in your butt and, like, just keep it in your butt and kind of forget about it. I can I can kind of sense that the audience is like, mm, I don't like to put things in my butt. <laughs> to which I say, you should try it. Yeah. You should try it. You should try it. Anything but especially money. Yeah. Um, are you guys having fun at this live podcast? Okay, great. How do you feel, Manila? Okay. Manila full dare. I have a lot of money in my butt right now, so honestly, sitting on this stool is a bit trying. Yeah, I also, I also too, I don't really have a lot. I have a lot of credit cards inside my butt. <laughs> and some, um, some, uh, commemorative coins. Yeah. Sacagawea. Sacagawea. For me personally, I, I use my credit cards as bookmarks, so to me, you just look like a book. <laughs> yeah, well, there you go. I yeah. am like, I'm an open book. Oh my Some might God. say an open book. Okay, so if you are enjoying watching this podcast live, or if you are enjoying listening to this podcast live at home, 
on your iPod, then you should friggin' go online, go to iTunes, click subscribe, write like a glowing review, be like, I love everything about these women. Yeah. I love their voices. I love the way they sound. Yeah. I love like, it's like music to my ears. Mm-hmm. Be like, the vocal fry makes me feel good about my choices. Yeah. It's something that you could say, for example, tweet about us. Um, like us, smash the like. Just write the review. You can yeah. say something like, you know, their tone reminds me of, you know, the best music ever, which is, as we know, college acapella. College acapella. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. You're like, mm, I love college acapella. And second after that, I love math time. Like, tweet, tweet at us. Like us on Facebook. Honestly, find out where we live. Like, come say hi. Yeah. Like... Turtle Bay. I, I live in Turtle Bay, uh, Elmo Costume in Midtown. Just like go up to any Elmo Costume in Midtown Manhattan and be like, hello, Dakota. And then kiss it on the lips and say love is actually all around. Hashtag love actually. Hashtag Hugh Grant. Yep. Exactly. So guys, click subscribe. Write reviews. That's all we can say. It really helps us out a lot. And, and that's actually all we can say. And that's all we can say because the rest is classified. <laughs> Guys, are you ready for us to bring on our guest? <laughs> we have literally such an incredible guest. I'm so I'm so mm, I'm excited. I'm, also, so cool. I'm nervous. I'm nervous. <laughs> I'm nervous because she's so cool. You guys, she's the author of You Can't Touch My Hair and Other Things I Still Have to Explain and the co-host of not one but two podcasts, Two Dope Queens and So Many White Guys with Alana Glazer. Welcome to the stage, Phoebe, Phoebe Robinson. Robinson. <laughs> Doing a European cheek kiss right now. Oh my god. Um, oh my god. Hi, how are you guys? So good. Thank you so much for being here. Thanks for having me. This is great. This is so exciting. Yeah. I could tell the whole first half of our podcast, I was like, they love me. Like, they love me, but I was like, they want Phoebe. No. <laughs> no, it's fine. Like, That's not true. Guys. No, I didn't get that vibe. I was like, they want only me forever. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, they're loving what I have to give, but they want being me. Oh, thank you. That's a very nice thing to say. I appreciate it. You guys are fantastic. No. You're fantastic. We're such big fans. You're the queen of podcasts. You are. And I'm books tr- now. I'm trying. Well, two podcasts. That's pretty pretty good start. I might do a third one. I don't oh. know. Oh, my God. What's wrong? Um, well, I'm exclusive to WNYC, but I think it might be one where I would produce it and not be in it. <gasps> wow. Yeah. Behind yeah. the looking glass. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> That's very cool. Yeah. 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 But we'll see. Yeah. Do you feel like podcasts are the future? Um, I know you guys are saying you got very rich off of podcasting, mm-hmm. which is amazing. Yeah. I have not. So, oh, that's so weird. We're like so rich because of this podcast. Um, yeah, I I should have like done what you guys did, but um, but I do think it exposed me to people that then created other like career opportunities. So that's nice. Yes. So this is about networking. Yeah. yeah, it is about networking, which is great. Yeah, Everybody yeah. in this room right now is part of a networking experiment, including oh, cool. the audience, and it's so exciting because it's like I'm looking out at our all of our future collaborators and i'm like it's so beautiful <laughs> they are beautiful they i are think very very white yes 
Yeah, well. I know I said very white. One you and the rest white. Very white. That's very white. That's almost the most white you can be. There are four. There are four thousand people here in our audience, and they are all white. <laughs> um, we didn't pick them. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we did. We did actually. We went out and we picked our audience one by one. That's good. Yeah, we That's were like, nice. we were like, they should all be white. Do you know what's horrible? <laughs> what? I went to high school with this person who's now in a band, and it's called Very White. What? Wait, Shouldn't he be killed? <laughs> Should that be like Kill Bill Three? <laughs> it's killing so it. awful. <laughs> what kind of music is it? Before we kill this person, what kind of music? I can't listen. I don't know. Is wrong. it college acapella? Yeah. Yes, it's a college acapella. <laughs> because group. if it's college acapella, I'd be like, that's fine. They're all called Very <laughs> I'm White. Like you can have that. <laughs> Enough. That's Wait, crazy. is that is that uh, are those overalls from Madewell? These are. I'm wearing overalls from ASOS. Ooh, I love ASOS too. <laughs> I do. Great choice. I, I'm wearing overalls right now, um, and it took me literal years to work up the courage. <laughs> Why? But here I am, the star of a podcast, and I'm wearing overalls, <laughs> and the whole audience is very envious of me, mm-hmm. and feels pretty good. <laughs> Do you I wear? Feel, or do you wear overalls? What have you got? This what you're this wearing is, is a, really good. This is a jumper from H and M, and also H&M. oh, this is all this blazer is also from H and M, and then this is just a free Facebook hat that I got, but I always wear it backwards because I'm embarrassed to like. Does it say Facebook on it? It says has the the logo on it. Oh. Like I don't want people to think I work for them. <laughs> right, right. But it keeps my my head my head warm, so I wear. Oh, that's it, but good. Flip it backwards. That's the number one thing that a hat should do is keep your head warm. Yeah, in my opinion. <laughs> Some hats don't. I'm like, what's wrong with you? Are you broken? But you can't fix a hat. No, once it's once it's made, it's over. And it doesn't keep your head warm. Then it's just been broken from the beginning. Yeah. I'm like, get that hat in therapy because it's broken. <laughs> you know. Okay. Wow. We've really stalled. But listen. Yeah. <laughs> There's no reason to stall because we've been talking for literal hours. <laughs> yeah. So okay, mm. you wrote a book. Congrats! Thank you. Thank this you. This is so much. exciting. Thank it's an amazing you. book. Thank yeah. you. Thanks. Your book Tilt's is Krish. your book is so good. Um, tell us about tell us about your book. It just came out this year. It's yeah. called you. Uh, you can't touch my hair and other things. I still have to explain. Yes. Uh, and uh, I came up with it back in what is it, 2017? So 2014, end of it. Okay. Um, because I always wanted to write a book, and that's why I started my blog, which I abandoned. Blaria. Black Daria um, and I remember my manager at the time uh, I'm not with her anymore I'm with someone else but oh, I'm so sorry rest in peace <laughs> <laughs> no she just like ghosted me because she didn't think I was going to amount to anything but anyway she like oh, wow. I know hmm. she's a dumb bitch but, sounds like uh, she has 50 first dates yeah well yeah. very 50 first dates maybe yeah. she didn't remember maybe she had that disease and she was like I don't know who Phoebe is I forget right <laughs> She's like, who's this girl calling me every day? Uh, anyway, I always wanted to write a book, and that's why I started the blog to like learn how to be a better writer. And she was like, oh, you're not going to be able to like sell a book. And then I ended up selling a book, and then I spent 13 months writing it. Oh wow! And then it came out October 2016, and it became a New York Times bestseller, which was Ooh, like amazing. Yes. 
very exciting and it was just really cool like my parents read it which I was very nervous about because they make a lot of sex jokes in it mm-hmm. um, but they enjoy it that's uh, great and my mom she's so cute my mom Octavia she likes to go on Amazon to see what the customer reviews <laughs> are saying <laughs> And she gets upset at the negative ones. And oh, I'm like, no. Mom, you can't oh. read them. Does she respond to them? She doesn't respond She doesn't respond to them, but she will tell me. She's like, this made me very upset. <laughs> and my dad can read them. And he's totally fine with it. He's like, that's just how people are. Some people are going to hate on women because they're women. And I was like, yeah, Dad. Oh, yeah. Uh, but my mom is like just too weak for it. Oh. Yeah. yeah. I understand. I I, that's, when, that's like when I look at iTunes reviews for this podcast. And weirdly, people are like, Dakota's voice made me want to commit so <laughs> and I'm like, that's so weird. <laughs> yeah, because your voices are pretty, like, they, uh-huh. like yeah, they're they're, uh-huh. they're great. Thank you. Yeah. We brought you on to compliment our voices. <laughs> we were like, who can we bring on who's like not super busy, who can just like come and compliment our voices? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, so obviously your book mm-hmm. is amazing and it deals with a lot of like very important topics um, mm-hmm. like for example the show Bones <laughs> yeah I guess my question is because you mentioned Bones like pretty early into the book and I was like I guess my question is like yeah. did you ever consider making the whole book about the show Bones <laughs> no <laughs> okay interesting interesting I miss I misread yeah it's okay it's okay I mean it was like one sentence out of like the entire book but I, I understand that it really we're bones heads <laughs> yeah you're bones heads I guess you could say we're bones heads wow it's always playing at the gym do you notice that every time I go to the gym an episode bones of bones is, is on, is on. Yeah. Yeah. yeah bones is on all the time there yeah. are 40 seasons there yeah. really are so many seasons and there's um, also 40 Deschanel sisters. Yes. <laughs> and they're each in a different season. Yeah, they actually, that's true. Like, Emily Deschanel was in the first season, but then mm-hmm. they kept replacing her with other sisters. So, mm-hmm. boy, showing loin. Yeah. <laughs> and you, they hide that it's a, a changing woman because they put her in such chunky necklaces you can't see her face. <laughs> She's yeah. always covered. Her face is always covered. Yeah. I've Shrouded. That. Yeah, I've noticed that too. That's good eye. <laughs> Very good eye. But, okay, we're just, overall, we're just super proud of strong women who make a good book. Thank you. And yeah. I just wanted to ask, like, what Thank advice you. would you have out there for listeners or viewers who want to make a book? Um, I, the first step is you want to work on is writing a book. Um <laughs> not making um but you could you could make your own like self-publish if you want to do that okay but um i would say just like hone your writing skills through like freelance work or having your own blog because you want to get your voice down so that way when you pitch a proposal and you like write that out the person the editor reading it can automatically know what the book is going to be like and then they'll want to buy it so you just gotta know who you are first Mm -hmm. before you can write a book because it's the hardest thing I've done creatively. It was really, really hard. You you wrote it for 13 months, which is the Off amount and of... Off and on, yeah, okay. yeah. That's I'm, how long it takes for a baby to just see. No, that's... From conception... Sorry, from inception to birth. 13 months. How did you come... How did you decide what your... So you wrote, you were writing this blog. How did you decide that, like, this is what your book was going to be about? Uh, well, my blog was a lot of, like, race, gender, pop culture stuff. And I realized those are the three things I care about the most. Mm-hmm. 
Um, but it was a lot of timely stuff. So for the book, I wanted to kind of make it not timely because, you know, it takes forever to write a book. So it would be boring by the time it came out. So I just got <laughs> kind of pick things from my life, like uh, growing up in Ohio, going to all white high school and all those kind of situations and just talk about that. And then also talk about, you know, I, w- I wrote a whole thing about having a female president because I literally thought that. I know. That's weird. I like I never, know. I never thought that. And I was like, <laughs> I was the only one who wasn't blindsided. I just like called it right away. Uh, <laughs> I wasn't blindsided. I was like, mm, no, he's going to be president. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. So um, you, about having a female president. So stuff like that. And it uh, just, it was a lot of fun. And doing pop culture stuff is always fun too. So yeah, I just worked out that people liked it which is nice it's so good it's so funny there's like a pop culture reference in every sentence it had me it like had me screaming (laughs) Uh, like of joy or you're like oh stop it no I like loved it so much I was like this is every like it's so the book is really who here has read this book Thanks, guys. If you haven't, it's currently six dollars on Amazon. They like are they're having some crazy sale. So that's amazing. Go get this book for six dollars. Honestly, go buy it for like twenty dollars because like (laughs) why not? (laughs) I have a question, just like asking for a friend. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) Do you write every day, and how? No, I do not. And where and when? And what's your process? Uh, my writing process is a lot of uh, procrastination so it's a lot of like oh I think I need to you know donate some clothes let me go through my closet (laughs) and get rid of stuff or like oh you know I haven't seen Big Little Lies today (laughs) so oh my god Big Little Lies do you guys watch that show it is so good it's killing me it is like white nonsense but also not I love it I think the Olsen twins are so good in it (laughs) (laughs) they are doing a really really stand up job yeah it is truly white nonsense but I feel like it knows that it's white nonsense which means like it is really it's just so good yeah and Nicole Kidman Mm. killing it yes so the lady from Moulin Rouge yes Mm -hmm. um so I'll do a lot of that and then I I'm a person like I'm the kind of writer where I need to think something kind of almost all the way through and then I can sit down and write it. Mm-hmm. It still takes me forever to write, but I at least I know where I'm going. Um so like I'm working on a, a book proposal right now for a second book cuz I'm, <gasps> oh! I'm crazy. Oh my god. I'm a- I'm a crazy lady with too much time on my hands. Uh, and so I'm just sitting down thinking, like, what do I want to say? And then, like, yeah. So I would say when it was really hard with the book writing, when I was really, like, f- focused in, what I did was, is great. I turned off my Wi-Fi. And I put my phone in another room. That sounds terrible. <laughs> And I was a strict schedule, so it'd be like I write for two hours in the morning, then I can make breakfast, and I write for an hour, then I could go for a walk, then I write for two hours. So it was really strict when it was like crunch time. But the rest of the time, it's like I could stay up until like five in the morning just writing. Like I would start writing like two in the morning and stay up till like five or six, and then go to bed. So I'm like I'm a weirdo. I'm a night owl. It's really unpredictable. Yeah, that's sleep late. Uh, only when I stay up super late writing. Otherwise, I gotta get up at like eight or nine to go to the gym. Mm-hmm. Nine, I've never been 12. up for more than an hour. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you do micro naps, right? Micro naps. Every hour, you take a little nap. Yeah, something like that. I've noticed we've lost you like twice during this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Was it really different writing a book 
oh, and having a long process when you are coming off of doing podcasts where like it's there's such instant gratification. Like you do the podcast and then right away you're like so rich. <laughs> yes, that is different because also making a book don't get rich. Um, but uh, yeah, it, it's just different because doing like two dope queens is just you know it's just Jess and I hanging out and you, we get the energy from the audience and so writing the book is a lot of me just reading what I wrote aloud to myself and mm-hmm. if it still makes me laugh it stays in um, and then if it doesn't I cut it and so I think I went through maybe like four drafts of the book maybe five and by the end it was not funny to me at all you had seen too you had seen it yeah I seen it too much so I relied on my editor to be like is this still funny and she'd be like great so, this is funny mm. yeah what do you show out to friends too what excuse me to, what do you want to show <laughs> sorry what do you want to show out to did you like show it around? Did I show it to my friends? No. <laughs> right? Is that what did you asked? Um, we did not ask that. You're crazy. No. What? I'm like, go on iTunes and talk about what I sound like. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, mm, she's really easy to understand. Her questions are very clear. <laughs> Um, sorry I didn't catch that question maybe like in five minutes try it again I'm gonna try it again but I'm gonna wait five minutes because I'm gonna let it I'm gonna think about the question I'm gonna rephrase it oh cool thank you I have a question yeah are books like podcasts for your eyes oh good question you know what that's a really great question I've never gotten that before and I wanna say yeah it is I would say that your book your book has a really great conversational tone where I was like my friend is talking to me Mm. oh good thank you that was what I I was striving for which is not like I'm in the room with you yeah Mm. just hanging out we're having a glass of rose and I'm just doing all the talking Mm -hmm. and (laughs) that sounds like a dream scenario right (laughs) we're drunk and you're silent (laughs) that's so beautiful (laughs) thank you (laughs) I love that it does feel like that I I definitely was drinking a lot of rosé while I was reading it and I did feel like you were talking to me you were you were showing me some truths Ooh, like what you were well everything about I mean your your whole discussion about like black women's hair and like the process of of getting your hair done and it was really I thought it was amazing and I love how you were like you might feel uncomfortable that's not my goal but like here we go I felt thanks. really taken care of oh thanks boo <laughs> and I thanks. felt like I learned good and now I'm better oh that's Mm -hmm. I'm glad you're better what were you doing before um before I was like yeah basically before I was just really like grumpy and mean to everybody Mm -hmm. like regardless of who you were I was just like really mean to you and then like I read your book and I was like I'm a better person now (laughs) okay good it changed me I got taller after I read your book Mm -hmm. I got thinner um but like fatter in the right places Mm. and I got a better voice, a better singing voice. <gasps> I was like, that's just one example. <laughs> that was beautiful. Thank you. Can, I mean, you, can you sing as well or no? <laughs> that's our theme song. <laughs> it's very ominous. <laughs> right? <laughs> it is. It's kind of like, uh oh, mouth time's coming. <laughs> Minor key, major fun. <laughs> Then I eat the microphone. <laughs> um, you talk a lot about award shows and how you grew up watching award shows and that that was like yes. your window into the rest of the world. Yeah. What's your favorite award show? 
Um, my favorite one, I think, is the Oscars because <gasps> I've always like my dream is to like win one for best director. You will. Um, I think thank you will. Because you said you. it here on this podcast, and so I think it will come true. I feel like you do everything, and it's you're unstoppable. Thanks. It's only a matter of time for you to have her. Yes. yes. <laughs> Um, but you know, and so this year I got to um, work the Vanity Fair Oscars after party. <gasps> no, <It's> like, yeah, <gasps> which is no. super fun, and they got me like a dress and like oh hair and makeup. It was really nice, so it was kind of cool to be around all these celebs and see them just in their element. And I was like, well, this is really cool. Who did you meet? Um, I met <laughs> well for the second time. I met John Hamm because he did the podcast before, oh. and then I got to see him. He's delightful for the second time. Yeah. <laughs> He's, he's wonderful and sweet and like disturbingly handsome. No. Yeah. Is that why he's so, it feels like he's so sweet because he's constantly apologizing for how handsome he is. Yeah. There, there is an element of him where he's like, I don't want people to focus on my looks, but yeah. it's also like we have eyes. So right. hard to not like at one point when we were talking, I was asking him, I like literally blacked out. <laughs> Because I just looked him like right in the eyes and he like smiled and I like l forgot words. <laughs> he was like, my eyes are up. Well, you're looking at my eyes and it's fine. <laughs> I just want to say, I know you're listening, John Hamm, and you're not my type. Oh, that's very Whoa. controversial. I will say this. He was not my type either because when I watched Mad Men, I was all about Roger Sterling because I like him Ooh. old. Yes. Working through issues. Hashtag. Hubson's can be old. This right. is what I'm saying. White yeah. hair, yes, right. please. Yeah. And I was always like, John Hamm is a great actor. I'm like, but I don't get it. Mm -hmm. I don't understand why everybody wants his Hamaconda. And then, <laughs> and then I met him and I was like, definitely get it. Like, <laughs> slid off my chair. I totally get it. I get it completely. People, people are always sliding off their chairs. Yeah. <laughs> it's really nice because then he gets to catch you. Yeah. <laughs> he is very handsome. And he's yeah. like funny too. He, and yeah, it's not fair. I know. Oh, That's yeah. what I was about to say. I'm kind of like, fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> You're good at too many things. Yeah. Um, and then I saw Halle Berry, who was beautiful. Oh, my gosh. Uh, I met Lin Manuel like ever so briefly. Oh, wow, he's so cute and adorable. He is. It's and so I'm, crazy that yeah. he's like the number one celebrity right now. Yeah, like I understand I it, but it's also blowing my mind. Yeah, because he's like a musical theater nerd. I know he's like super famous now. And I also met Travante from Moonlight, who plays oh. the oldest um, mm -hmm. Chiron, and he's insanely beautiful because <laughs> yeah. yes. he's like really really dark and it mm -hmm. has like really beautiful like blinding white teeth. And I'm like. Nyum, 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 nyum. <laughs> Yeah, it was really cool. <laughs> were, were, were the people, from, I mean, were people from Moonlight just losing their minds that night? Well, I only saw him. I didn't see anyone else from the cast because there were so many different Oscar parties happening. Mm. But he was so sweet and nice. And he was just like, thank you so much. I was like, you're so amazing. You should be so proud. And he's like, thank you. This has been a crazy year. Like, <laughs> totally down to earth. And the next day I saw he's in a Calvin Klein ad. And I was like, whoa, did you guys see that ad? Those ads. <laughs> That's it's crazy. A lot. It's a lot. I, I swallowed my whole body and <laughs> shit myself out. Mm -hmm. I cannot believe those arms. <laughs> your entire body. You swallowed yeah. your entire body. <laughs> that was a really crazy award show. That was yeah. like an award. Sh I don't know. I guess people always no. watch award shows, but that was an award show that made award shows feel like award shows again. <laughs> yeah, it was really insane because... 
I did not like La La Land. Did anyone like that movie here? Yeah, it's trash. And so... <laughs> like, four people said ew, and then everybody else was silent and <laughs> yeah. went and just hid under their seats. <laughs> They're like, that was my favorite movie of the year! <laughs> I love Fucking that. Fucking garbage. <laughs> Seriously. Okay, they can't sing. That's number one. Yes. Can't, it's not a musical if you can't fucking sing. They couldn't really dance. Yep. Um, and this whole like narrative of like this white dude saving jazz and like John Legend is a sellout. Go fuck yourself. John Legend was the best part of that whole movie. That's so disrespectful <laughs> to the legacy of jazz and like black people and like Harriet Tubman. Like, hey, fuck you. I, I hey, I will scream it from mountaintops. I fucking hate that movie and the pretension of it. So glad I lost the way it lost. I know, um, it was very embarrassing. I was so I was so, I was like, yeah, you eat it up and then you fucking eat it up, you know? <laughs> like man. God. Sorry, I, it's very triggering when I think of that movie, I could just go. So let's The sorry. only I don't mean to keep talking about it, but the only part of that movie that I loved was um her one woman show. I was oh. like <laughs> To me, I was like, that could have been the whole film. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I was like, mm, to see a woman with such commanding stage presence, <laughs> alone on a stage, bearing her soul. <sighs> to me, to see a woman who knew someone who lived in Paris. Because <laughs> not everybody knows someone who lives in Paris. No, I don't. I no, don't know. I, like, I don't know. Thinking about the opportunity to know someone who lives in Paris. <laughs> you know, there's an app. No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Perry you? It's called Perry you. <laughs> See, yeah, I'm Paris. It's an app where you just meet, you meet people who know someone. <laughs> it's a little bit like you meet. <laughs> it pairs you. It pairs you with, with pe- yeah. someone who knows someone who lives in Paris. Yeah. That is a cool app. <laughs> I it's very expensive, though, is the thing. Oh, no. Yeah. How very, much? It's a monthly membership of um, one jet plane. One jet plane. <laughs> it's true. But that's like a small price to pay to know somebody who knows somebody who yeah. lives in Paris. And a lock of Damien Chazelle's hair. <laughs> a whole lot. What's his name? Anyway. It is. It's Damien Chazelle. Fire question. Yes, sure. Okay. Who, like, who's seeing in person, like, best outfit, best experience? Oh, best outfit. Oh, my God. So I was only at the after party. I'm trying to think who do I... Or my alt question is like best award show outfit of all time. Of all time? Ooh, that's Ooh, a good question. That's tough. Um, I mean, I'm partial to Halle Berry's I was like, just about dress, to say that. Because it was like nude and sensual, but also extremely elegant. Mm-hmm. Yes. So it was really... That was a really great balance. Um... I also like when Sharon Stone showed up wearing a Gap t-shirt. <laughs> it was like so, I was yeah. like, yeah, dude. Like she wore that in like a, like a Calvin Klein skirt or something. She looked amazing. I like that she was just like, yeah, I fucking wear a Gap too. Like I'm whatever. A, I'm a person. Yeah, no, that was like really cool. It's weird because when I think of award show outfits literally mm. all i have in my head is that halle berry dress yeah me it was too. so like i think it yeah i think it was just so iconic and it came at an age where i was like mm, years old where it was the first time i was like aware of fashion and everybody was talking about it and i was like i'm years old and this is yeah. like what i like these, you said 12 years I was, old oh no i was oh, okay. Mm, mm. okay got it <laughs> You can tell that I was at, at in the year of some home because now I'm home. Yeah. <laughs> Do I look it's... like I'm home? <laughs> Do you think we could model? 
Do you think we can model? Yeah, like, do you think we can model? Yes, you can model. <gasps> yes. <gasps> Thank you. Of course. Y'all, I will sign I don't my know contract how, here. I don't know how old you guys are. We're uh, small. Right. <laughs> We're really small. We're small. <laughs> We're really small. small. Okay. But I think you can make it for sure. Thank like, you. you have a lot of hair. You could do, like, an Herbal mm. Essences commercial. <gasps> Which is great. Oh my god. I could yeah. probably model overalls huh? for like an overalls company. Yes. Oshkosh Bagosh. Oshkosh Bagosh. My favorite, oh, there's like a couple overalls. There's Oshkosh Bagosh mm-hmm. and then there's also like the Painters Union. Yes. Shelly I like Williams. that. That's like, a great career path. <laughs> those are your choices if you want to wear overalls or make it just a whole thing and just go full coveralls. Ooh, I like that. <laughs> coveralls cool. are. <laughs> are going in style. Yeah. <laughs> I'm curious. Yeah. Okay, when you win your Oscar, mm-hmm. your acceptance speech, is it going to be like... Oh, yeah. Is it going to be like, you know, funny or is it going to be like, follow your dreams? It's going to be both. If mm-hmm. I'm single, I'm legit going to hit on whoever is in the audience because <laughs> that's my style. Who would be your dream like front row of the Oscars? Like you point right to them and you're like, I'm winning an Oscar so I can just friggin' hit on you. Michael B. Jordan. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. He's so cute. So it'd be him and then whatever dumb girl he's dating at the time, but then like (laughs) he's gonna break up with her to be with me. Yes, of course. Um, (laughs) And then I think I wanna see J-Lo. I like when she shows up. She just like looks great. Do you think she has just like a lifetime invitation to literally any award show? Yes. Because she has an incredible body Mm -hmm. and she's gonna get photographed a lot. So I love her. I want her there. I also want like Steven Spielberg. Like it's cute to have like an old guy there who's just like, Happy to be there. <laughs> yeah, Steven you Spielberg know? in the front row in like his tux and his New Balance sneakers and yeah, his baseball hat or whatever. That's cute. And then also Oprah, because I'm hoping mm. to be friends with Oprah by that Again, point. Again, you're saying it on the podcast, so I think it'll I come know. true for you. Yeah, so fingers crossed. I don't doubt it. Oprah's blowing my mind recently because it's like every few years she's like, oh, also, apart from being Oprah, I'm an amazing actor. Yeah. yeah. And it's crazy. Yeah, and she's, it, like, she's like John Hamm, actually, where I'm like, why are you so good at so many things? I know. It's and tough. she keeps looking younger and younger. I know. But I'm more mad at John Hamm because he's a man. <laughs> <laughs> like, I can't be mad at a woman for being good at a lot of things. Yeah. No. I got to celebrate women. But men, murder. What? <laughs> <laughs> so if you were to make like a biopic about your life. Mm-hmm. What genre would it be? I think it would be dramedy? No, my, my <laughs> like life Spanglish. is basic. It would be like, no. <laughs> yeah, just like Spanglish. That movie's so terrible. So was, I think, was Spanglish the first dramedy? <laughs> I, yeah. <laughs> Looking back now, I'm like, maybe that was oh, the first oh. dramedy. <laughs> when T.L. Leone's writing... <laughs> I didn't get that I didn't get that far in the movie I was like this I is trash I remember so vividly it's like seared in my mind wait what is she writing like a dude's cock or like yes. a horse oh cool Go she's writing Tia. Adam Sandler and like she's in a sports bra and I cannot forget the image that's cool uh, uh, Andy that's Sandler cool. he gets all okay so, um, so yeah what would the genre be you know what? I think I want to do like a like a, a romantic comedy because mm. that's one of my Love. favorite genres. Like when Harry Met Sally is one of my all time favorite so, movies. Well, what are your other favorite rom coms? Oh, I really like My Best Friend's Wedding. Mm-hmm. Um, Fifty First Dates. 
I haven't seen it. What? That's so weird. It's like a classic film. I know. I'm gonna, I'm getting around to it. Uh, 27 dresses because it's bad. Yeah. But it's also good. Yep. And all the dresses. Yeah, all the dresses. <laughs> My favorite is Drew Barrymore at the Plaza. <laughs> Have you seen that one? No. no. Who's who plays her love interest in that? Gary Marshall. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, he's in the movie. <laughs> yeah, the twist. He's in it. Yes. <laughs> is that where? Is that where it was like she? She's looking the whole time for her love interest, mm-hmm. and then an elevator opens in the last five minutes of the movie, and it's Gary Marshall, and he's like, surprise. Yeah, and he's like, it's cerulean. <laughs> yeah. I also oh like um, Serendipity. Ooh, yes. It's good. It's stupid, but it's good. I like that restaurant. Oh yes. yeah, it's cute. It is cute. That's right. You can get frozen hot chocolate. Yeah, <laughs> which is basically a milkshake. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> what? Sorry, but I have to speak my truth. <laughs> I are. Anyways, whatever. We're really like. Are we there yet? <laughs> We're changing lives tonight. Yeah. In this basement. Okay. Here's a, to sort of move on. Okay. You're sitting down right now. Yes. But you do stand up. Yes, I do. <laughs> it's crazy because seeing you sitting, yes. I can't even imagine. I can't picture it. <laughs> ah! <laughs> she just stood up. <laughs> what is that like for you? And what sh- was that something you always dreamed of doing? No. Oh. I thought I was gonna write really serious movies that w- would win Oscars. Like I loved American Beauty, and I was like, "Oh, that trash bag floating the wind, saying <laughs> that's like, art." Literally, I was such an asshole, seventeen year old. I'm like, I'm gonna do something like that. Uh, <laughs> so stupid. Um, and so yeah, I studied screenwriting in college, and then I did. Um, I, our, our school had like an improv team and so I just did that for a couple years and then when I graduated I'm like no I'm gonna focus on screenwriting like performing that's like not a career and so it wasn't until a friend of mine wanted to take a stand-up class this was 2008 and she asked me to do it with her and I was like okay I guess and that's how I got into comedy so it was wow. very lucky that I got into comedy and you were like bye I'm gonna go be so famous and so podcast rich now <laughs> Yes to both of those things. <laughs> that's amazing. So yeah. your friend died. That's like very similar to like all those weird Hollywood stories. That's mm-hmm. like, well, his brother was auditioning and then yeah. he was just like sitting in the waiting room and the Hollywood agent was like, you yeah, have a good jawline. <laughs> yeah. But like the difference is like, uh, then I just started doing like biker bar shows in Staten Island. And then you worked, you worked really hard. <laughs> yeah. For like nine years on ungr- like very not glamorous. Mm-hmm. Stand up yeah. comedy is not glamorous. No. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of dudes. Yes. Uh, yeah, you just gotta write and get up and fail, and yeah, it's a little, it gets scary sometimes, but then you're just like, whatever, who cares? Yeah, you have to like face rejection every single night, mm-hmm. put your life and your soul on the line, and again, all those dudes, it's a little dramatic for sure. You have to put your soul on the line, you have to put your whole soul out in front of an audience and say, This is me. That reminds me of me doing the Common App. <laughs> oh my goodness. I didn't do the Common App. 
The school that I went to didn't take any applications. You just had to send, you had to print out your Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> like your entire Facebook history? Yeah, you had to print it out because I went to um, Pratt. Wait, I, I went to Pratt. Oh, I went to the Heidi, uh, the Heidi and Spencer <laughs> Pratt Institute for Social Media. <laughs> and the, uh, the admission process was you had to print out your whole Facebook and give it to them, and then they were like, "You're in." <laughs> that was a good. That was a good twist. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> okay. Phoebe, while we yes. have you here hostage yes. on our stage, yes. Yes. will you play a game with us? Yes, I Yay! love it. Yay! I love okay. games too. My favorite game is cards. <laughs> I haven't played that one yet. It's really good. You should try cards. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this game is really fun because it's really dumb. Cool. It's called Dick Up or Dicked Down. Ooh, <laughs> nice. And here's how it's going to work. We're going to throw out the name of a male celeb. Yeah. And you're going to tell us if he would be more into you. Mm -hmm. That's Dick Up. Like, if he would be just, like, obsessed with you. Yeah. Dick or up. if you would be more into him and not stick down. cool. Because the crux of this game is that two people can never both like each other. <laughs> it's always, like, either you like someone or they like right. you, and that's it. And yeah. that's what you learned at the Heidi and Spencer Pratt. <laughs> School of love. Exactly. Um, like, for example, Drake mm -hmm. is fully dick up for Rihanna, but as far as we can tell, she has no desire for him as dick right. down. Yeah. No. Agreed. That's just something that we're observing. Okay, so okay. are you ready? I was born ready. Well, okay, so it. speaking of yeah. Drake. Dick down, gross. Dick down. Yeah. Even though he has new music out. I don't care. And people are really excited. <laughs> well, I think, doesn't dick down mean that you, you are into him? No, dick up. No, wait. Dick down means wait, that he's down? more into me than I am into him. Wait, dick up is you. <laughs> dick up is he's into you. Dick up is he's into you. Let me cancel oh, my Oh, yeah. Notes. So dick up. Massive okay, dick up. Dick up. Okay. Dick up. Yeah, 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 Drake, yeah. Drake is like, Phoebe, will you please go on a date with me? And you're like. Yeah. Hard pass. You're like hard pass. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, no, 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 no. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, next is Steve Carell. Why can't we both be into each other? Because that's like, like no. we would be a cute married couple who I, would like go to fucking Trader Joe's and get animal crackers to sneak into the movies. Like we would do that. I I can definitely. I can see that. Right? Corral eating animals. He's a dramedy boy. Okay, I'm gonna say Dick Down. You're Dick Down for Steve Carell. Yeah. I like okay. That. Yeah, great, yeah. Great. 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 Yeah. It's hard because like Dick Down ma does make it sound like you're like ugh Dick Down. Because yeah. your dick would be down. <laughs> but I think what, what it is is that his dick is down and you're ready to pull his dick back up. Yes. Go I fish. The rules of this game are totally arbitrary. <laughs> we made it up. Okay. <laughs> oh, this is a good one. Um, the dad whose kids walked in on him giving a Skype interview about North Korea. <laughs> and no, it can't be mutual. <laughs> no animal crackers for you guys. <laughs> I'm gonna say dick up. Dick up, yes. Yeah. He's obsessed with you and he's yeah. like, help me raise my kid. Yeah, <laughs> like, and I'm no. like, I'm busy. He's married. He's he is married though. Oh, good for him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well done. Well done. Okay, next is Ryan Reynolds. 
cool. No, dick down because he got married on a, a former slave plantation, and that's disgusting. Oh, boo, Ryan yeah. Reynolds. Yeah, Wait, he he's married to Blake Lively, right? Yes. Ugh. They're terrible. <laughs> Blake Lively is so funny because she like started like Goop 2.0, but like after Goop and was just. I, do you know that web? Her website is yeah. like fake goop. Yeah, it's pointless because it's like goop is here, so yeah, just go home. We don't need more goop. Yeah, I'm no, like, <laughs> no. And she and Blake Lively's never opened her mouth. No, it's true. Her yeah, even on Gossip so Girl, she's never talked on Gossip Girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She's always that. her mouth is really small. <laughs> it's because all she eats is goop. <laughs> They're a crazy strong. <laughs> okay, what about this? Is someone who we keep talking about on pretty much every episode of the podcast, Dove Patel? Mm. <gasps> Wait, dig down as I'm super into him. Yeah, yes. yeah, yes. he's okay. hot. He was so hot in line. I was mm. like, this is intense. Not the takeaway of the movie, but like you're really hot. <laughs> but like that's fine. That can be yeah. a takeaway. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No. Like, at, where was it where he picked up the kid from line and everybody I was know. like, my ovaries. Yeah. <laughs> It's true. It, everybody's ovaries fell out of their body, and then it was like a whole like disaster. <laughs> like it was a natural disaster. <laughs> the Red Cross was like, "Oh no, the ovaries are spilled, <laughs> and I donated twenty dollars to the ACLU." <laughs> That's so beautiful. You're definitely going to be able to write that off. Thank you. <laughs> I've already written it off. I forgot I did it. <laughs> Okay, next up. Yeah. This is, um, I'm wait for it. Chris Pratt from Parks and Rec. Ooh. The Parks and Rec gears. I'm going to say it's tough because I, all I see is him now. I know, but. But no one knew that potential was there. I know. And he was like a little chubby. But it's not even that. You're just he like, yeah, playing, he's just going to be that guy in this show. And it, like yeah. his career is like not going to go anywhere. He was playing you know? like a dumb doe. Yeah. But he was really funny. And I do like funny guys. Uh-huh. I'm going to say dick down. Mm. That's great. Yeah. I think I would be too. I'm very dumb. Because I was like, <laughs> he seemed really like approachable and like yeah. he could be his friend. Now yeah. it's like, oh. No. So what about Chris Pratt like, um, like Passenger when he played Rick Passenger in the movie, <laughs> in the movie Passengers? Uh, dick up. No, wait. It's still dick down. Dick down. Yeah. It's, it's always going to be dick down, right? Yeah. Like that movie yeah. seemed questionable, but not his fault. Yeah. Not his fault. He had to make that money. I get it. Exactly. He yeah. wasn't like, I'm going to wake up Jennifer Lawrence and make her be my girlfriend or whatever. Yeah, that's a weird plot. I don't like that. It is. Did she come? I didn't see the movie because I, I was like, this her. is trash. But I hope she like confronted him and, and like cussed him the fuck out. I'm sorry least. that we're spoiling this movie, but none of us saw it. So <laughs> I don't think it counts as a spoiler if I you didn't see yeah, it. Yeah, no one saw it. If no you're one like, saw well, it. I heard yeah. then it's not a spoiler yeah that's so, just conversation yeah <laughs> i heard yeah i heard does she confront him people in our audience yeah. she does she's she does. like um excuse me why did you wake me up from my good nap is there a witty banter in the movie no. <laughs> there's no witty banter in that whole movie do, do they have <laughs> do they have chemistry at all or nah no no chemistry i hate that that's okay. crazy yeah that's so crazy. It's like you're being paid millions of dollars. Like, you should have chemistry with Chris Pratt. Yeah. And he like, should have chemistry with Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence is every woman. <laughs> she, she is every woman. She's every white woman, sure. 
She can just say whatever she wants. Yeah, and it's really charming. She eats fries. She eats French fries. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Nah. She, she did that one that one interview where she was like, I wiped my ass on a secret stone. And yeah. for like five seconds, everyone went, no. And then yeah. the next day they were like, yes. <laughs> yeah, she's such an asshole for that. Yeah. Everyone's still yeah. dick down for her. It's very weird. This chick's <laughs> dick up. Okay, wait, sorry. I'm sorry to keep railing on <laughs> this Chris Pratt thing, but what about Chris Pratt from the Lego movie? <laughs> Dick down. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Same. I would love to just like be with a a Lego. Lego. (laughs) I would love to be with a Lego. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. My boyfriend's name is a Lego. (laughs) One word. A Lego. A Lego. He's a top. It's Spanglap. He's Spanglish. He's from Spangland. He's from Spangland. (laughs) Okay, next. Stick up, stick down. The whole cast of Get Out. Oh my God. Ooh. It's It's the whole cast. It's so good. It's the whole cast. It's so so good. good. I think. Dick down, because they're like cooler than me. They're very cool. Yeah. Everyone in that Bradley Whitford has never looked older. <laughs> Everyone in that movie is so good, and I've never sweat more in my whole life than I yeah. did when I watched Get Out. It's br- It's like the perfect movie. Mm. It's perfect. Yeah. Yeah. I. You know what was also perfect? How sweaty I was. Aww, I'm <laughs> really sorry. sweaty. I got nervous and I started sweating right away, and I didn't stop until the movie was done. So you were just like soaked all the way through I was soaked and then I turned to the people I was with and I said wow who sweated <laughs> and then John Hamm was on his knees to catch you and he you slid out of your chair I slid out of my chair <laughs> and I was like who are you okay next dick up dick down Gumby yeah what about Gumby <laughs> dick up yeah yeah you're that so makes right sense. You're, Gumby a, would you're be, above Gumby yeah I think so I Gumby would be calling yeah. you <laughs> Gumby has no podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Gumby would be calling you like, hey, like, are you around? Like, what are you up to? Yeah, I'm like, I'm busy. I'm really busy. Yeah. I bet Gumby's really needy. Yeah. I bet he's a really needy lover. Yeah. Because he's so stretchy. Yeah, like needy with a K. Yes. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. He'd be needy, needy with a K for sure. Um, what about... Okay, Enrique Iglesias, but circa 1999. Oh, when he had the mole? That was when <laughs> peak hotness. Absolutely yes. dicked mm-hmm. down. You know yeah. what's crazy, though? I yeah. I looked him up, and I looked up Enrique Iglesias, 2017, and either he hasn't been seen in public, and we need to start, like, a Richard Simmons podcast about him. <laughs> or that could be our thing. he looks exactly the same. Yeah. And he's, and he's still with Anna Kornikova. Yes. <gasps> That's great. It's amazing. Um, Enrique Iglesias was very important to my sexual awakening. <laughs> I get that. I think it was for a lot of women. Do you yeah. know who mine was? Huh. Colin Firth. Mm. Oh, I love Colin Firth. Love yeah. yeah, yeah, that's a great choice. I Actually, like, for me too, Hugh Grant. Mm. I don't know mm. what it is about Hugh Grant, but... I loved about a boy Hugh Grant. Mm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I yeah. thought about two weeks notice Hugh Grant. Oh, <laughs> he was so cute in that. That movie was terrible, but he was so cute in that. The premise of that movie is that he's a rich asshole. Yeah. <laughs> that's every movie. And he, yeah. like, never redeems himself, but yeah. you're like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> 
You're like, <laughs> and then Sandra Bullock does not get a makeover in that movie, but she like does get a makeover. Yeah, she goes from bangs to not bangs. Yes, right. I think that's the whole makeover. Mm-hmm. And she goes from like peasant skirt to like peasant top with a regular skirt. Yeah. <laughs> And it's like, she's better. <laughs> it's really crazy. Okay, what about um, the Travago guy? <laughs> what? Refresh my memory. What does he look like? Well, I, he might be your type because he's kind of old. Cool. He has some scruff, but it's not like real scruff. It's like he forgot to shave for one day. Oh, that's hot. And he's in a commercial for Travago. And he's always just like, oh, sorry, I just woke up. What am I doing? <laughs> And then he's in the commercial. Based on that description, dick up or dick down? I'm gonna say dick up because come on, I'm better than him. Uh, you're right? better. You're better. You're better than him. Yes. You are. You heard it here first. Phoebe Robinson is better than the Travago commercial guy. And the final one of us game. I could do this for another hour. <laughs> it's this really? is so fun. I know. Even though it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make any sense. It makes sense. It is fun to think about like what hot guy would be like just obsessed with you. Yeah. I think this might be the one. Okay, final one. The Sprint guy who betrayed Verizon. (laughs) (laughs) That that shook me to my core. (laughs) What a backstabber. <laughs> so what do you think? Would I'm he be obsessed? Say, no, dick up. Like we would yeah. smash once, and then he like, come on, let's yeah. keep hanging out. I'm like, dude, that was a smash and yeah. dash. I'm like, can like, you yeah. hear me? Can you hear me? Can you hear me? What? Yeah. <laughs> You'd be like, I saw what you did to Verizon. I'm just not willing to put my heart out on line. <laughs> that is so crazy. They must have offered him so much money. Yeah, I mean, he wasn't doing anything. That's true. It's weird that his work in the Verizon commercials didn't translate to, like, film. Yeah. <laughs> Although now, I mean, we have, like, a Bitmoji movie and, like, oh, we have so many. The things that I'm waiting for are the Verizon commercial guy, the movie. Yeah. <laughs> and a movie about the Mucinex oh. um, <laughs> characters. <laughs> I think that I think that's the next one. And the uh, the hot Mr. Clean that aired during the Super Bowl. That oh, ad. Yes. did you see that ad? That, that was wild. He had wild. like such a nice butt, and I was like, I know that he's not real. Like I know, I know it, but also like I'm intrigued. Yeah. You yeah. Know? If I yeah. saw a giant hot cartoon in my house, I'd be like, okay, yeah, let's see what's up. You know? Yeah, I'd be like, let's go down this path yeah what what cartoon character would you guys most want to have sex with whoa you really turned it on us oh wow okay wait i know this okay (laughs) you didn't need to think about it at all i didn't have to think about it because i know right away and this is another important part of my sexual awakening okay it's from the goofy movie (laughs) his son goofy son Whose name is Max. <laughs> and all he wants to do is go to a Powerline concert. <laughs> and his dad's like, mm, but first we have to go on a father-son fishing trip. <laughs> and Max betrays him. Have you seen this movie? I haven't, but Jess was telling me about it today, so I guess this is like something I need to watch. <laughs> it's, it's so good. I'm glad that it's like... 
<laughs> seeping into your day. <laughs> it's a really good movie. His son, they're like going on a road trip and then his son like, teen, I don't want to give it, I don't want to spoil yeah, it. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to watch it. Is it on Netflix? <sighs> I don't know. Yeah. It's definitely in pieces on Internet, on the it's internet. in pieces. <laughs> it's definitely in pieces on my floor because I threw it. <laughs> okay, wow. So okay. that was really shocking to me. Yeah, I yeah. feel like like my first when you first asked, I was like the Robin Hood fox. Right. But then I was like, no, no. Yeah. As um, Stu, the the dad from Rugrats, when he brings Angelica the cold purple drink, <laughs> and he's like, "Here, Angelica," and I'm like, "That's my man." <laughs> I want a cold purple drink. I like that. Who's who's your cartoon person? Okay, it's this is a new one for me. I will say I would wait for Moana to get of age. <gasps> oh, and then we God. get gay married. Oh my God! And How? fucking dominate, dude. Oh my God! I mean, she like I'm funny. She can fucking sail a boat. Like <laughs> that's all you need. I know that Moana is a cartoon, but definitely during that movie, I found myself being like, she's so pretty, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh my God, she's just like so pretty. I wish that I looked like Moana. <laughs> the girl and her who plays, voice, yeah, so good, and the girl who plays Moana looks a lot like Moana and yeah. it's crazy. It's shocking. It's I, really cool. I did look up a documentary on the internet. Yeah. And they like did a thing where they were like she was meeting people for the first time and they were like can you believe how much she actually looks like Moana? And I was like you lucky bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so good. I loved Moana. I loved everything about it. Yeah. It was a perfect movie. The perfect movie. So you haven't seen it? <gasps> Get is it in pieces? Get on it. <laughs> it's in pieces. Okay, because then I can definitely find it like somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast is brought to you by Moana. <laughs> um, great. Well, Phoebe, thank you so much. Thank, thank you. you for having me. You guys have been great. Um, Should I get off stage? How does no, this work? No, you should no. stay on stage. Um, actually, you're going to stay on stage for the next few hours, and people are we're going to have we're going to stop recording, but there's going to be a really long Q and A. Oh, <laughs> cool! And Marina Abramovic is going to come and just like look at you. <laughs> yeah. Um. Everyone's going to be like. Everyone's going to be like, Phoebe, first of all, thank you so much for being here. <laughs> um, and then they're going to ask a six part question. <laughs> so, um. So yeah, so get ready for that. But Great. we do have one last segment that you can stick around for, and that is called Spalat. <laughs> um, and this is just where we say like what we're up to in the coming weeks. Um, so I'm really excited because I'm actually going to be uh, stockpiling weapons in my underground bunker, um, just like for funsies. Yeah, because you gonna, never know. You never. Know. Yeah, what are you up to? Oh, I'm going to be traveling back in time to the first time I ever tasted liqua. <gasps> and I want to relive that experience. That's amazing. I've always wanted to go back to that time and be like, <laughs> and just relive it. Well, so, what do you have coming up? Yeah. Oh, uh, great. <laughs> Where can we see you? Where can we see you? Uh, Listen, well, I'm going to be in LA for the next two months because I'm writing on Portlandia. <gasps> Yay! Very excited. It's the final season, so I feel very honored they asked me to do it. Um, and so. In beginning of June, June 2nd through 4th, Jess and I will be in San Francisco for Comedy Central's Colossal Fest, whatever. It's a comedy Ooh. festival. And then we're going to be doing Two Dope Queens at Bonnaroo in Tennessee the following weekend. Wow. Um, and then I think we're going to start back doing 
shows at the Bell House end of June, beginning of July. Amazing. Amazing. Yeah. So you guys can check out. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. And and, uh, so many white guys. uh, Season finale is next Tuesday. And then season three of uh, Two Dope Queens premieres on April 4th. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. 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 So much. So everyone listening on their iPods and everybody here, you can go buy tickets to Bonnaroo right now. Get on your phones, buy tickets to Bonnaroo. Go Mm -hmm. to San Francisco to the Colossal Festival. Yes. Um, That's amazing. Uh, So many cool places to see you. No, I'm sorry. Cluster Fest. Cluster Fest. Yes. There we go. I'll be at the Colossal Fest headlining. (laughs) Yeah, we're actually, we're headlining the Colossal Fest. (laughs) We similarly have, we're kind of like, you're doing Bonnaroo or whatever. We are similarly performing in a lot of basements. (laughs) So... You know, but that's like the difference is like that's why we're so rich from our podcast. Yeah. But what is similar is that you will need to bring a tent to both events. <laughs> yes, you have to bring your own tent. Amazing. Well, you're up to the coolest things. And Thanks. again, uh, buy buy her book. Yeah, it's Please. six dollars. Get it. That's amazing. Yeah. Um, thank you so much for being here. This thank you for been having great. me. Thank you everybody in thank our you, live audience you. for being here. Thank you Union Hall. Um, and uh, if you like the podcast please uh seriously do go uh subscribe and like us and write reviews about how voices are and uh tune in next week oh yeah tune in next week when we try bread Bread. (laughs) thank you good night